Cape Talk. Cape Talk, the open line. Call 021-446-0567. So I'm, I'm really, 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 really keen to hear about the things that you want to talk about. People have spoken about Derek Chauvin. He's been found guilty. I'm glad he's found guilty. I hope he rots in jail. And that's fine. I don't, I mean, if you want to talk about that, you can. Um, but that a lot of people are, are busy talking about. Maybe you want to throw in a different twist of sorts when it comes to a topic that you feel very strongly about. So um, please do, and let's talk about it. Uh, yes, we can also talk about the fire. But really, I'm interested in what's happening in your world. Some of the issues that you feel strongly about, some of the issues that you want to get off your chest, right? That is, and, and it doesn't only have to be issues. It could be positive stuff. And I, for example, will will share with you, and I shouldn't be doing this on radio, but there's, in, in, in Stellenbosch, there's this little railroad. I even forget the name. But it's these, these miniature trains that you, can, that you can ride on, right? And it's about a six-minute ride around this particular park, beautifully spaced out. Families can go there, have a great time. It was, it was seriously one of the best experiences that I've had. And my three-year-old, you know, he's a bit spoiled because daddy spoils him. I make no bones about the fact that I do spoil my three-year-old. Life's too short not to spoil them. Um, (laughs) So sometimes he doesn't always appreciate everything. But last week he said, Daddy, I really enjoyed that. And I said to him, boy, when daddy has more time, do you want to go back there? And he goes, yes. So um, I actually forget the name of this particular rail place, uh, but it is absolutely beautiful. And it's only 100 rand for like a day pass per person, which isn't too bad, I don't think, for the value that you get. So there might be some great things that you stumbled upon that you would like to talk about. Share that with me. Let's go to uh, Ray in University Estate. Hello, Ray. How are you doing this morning, sir? Hey, just smiling, thinking of the innocence of young kids. Wow. Oh, they are beautiful, aren't they? I loved your whole voice and the way you did it. Gorgeous. No, no, These kids really give you perspective on life, I promise yeah, you. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, Kino, this suit that has come into my home, I'm up in a university warmer estate area up there. I was thinking and about you throughout these fires, by the way, wondering Ooh. how you've been. No, it's been chaotic up here. Um, It's like a mist. The suit is like a mist that has crept in everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I've I've been cleaning most of it up, but a problem is the pool. It is like sludge on the top, and a lot has fallen down to the bottom. So it looks like a Hollywood film set for creatures and (laughs) horror movies and things like that at the moment. Oh, my word. One way of getting the sludge out would be to vacuum. And I'm looking at using water that my bill will probably be over a thousand rand for that. I don't know if there's an easier way to dissolve the suit um, that has fallen and that becomes sludge. If any of the listeners know of an easier, something I can put into the pool to dissolve it. Yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, that is an interesting one because I'm going to also throw my own little one in there. Um, the ants decided to make their way into my pool. Uh, you know, that's, that's the other one. So you've got suit, I've got ants, and I'm trying to figure out how to get the bloody ants out without having to you know, can, use I municipal can, water. I can, t- I can tell you now about the ants. 
Yeah. My sister phoned and said the only way to get rid of them is to use a combination equal parts of white vinegar and Dettol. That combination, they run away and they don't come near you again. It worked for me. Ah, we, we, and I've been, I've been trying everything else to get rid of them. And ah, that's, that I, worked. How do you get them out of the pool, though? Because I have, oh, I've, I, I've got about 10,000 corpses floating around in my pool at the moment. <laughs> but you, you've got to... I don't think those are ants. And at this time of the year, they're little flying creatures that come into the pool. No, no, but ants. the ants, yep. the ants, would you've got to get find out where they're crawling from to get into the pool, uh, Kino. Yeah, we use something called talcum powder or whatever it is, um, and, oh. that, and that works like a charm. But I mean, well, let, let's get your suit one sorted out. Um, I know, I know, my father-in-law lives in Brentford on Sea in Neisner, and you remember the fires there. Sure. Um, I mean, they had, you know, if 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 if, if suit were for sale, um, he could buy Neisner, and uh, he f- if essentially got uh, a professional company just to come in and clean up. But that's in inside. I should actually ask him about the pool. Um, so if anybody's got advice, Ray, I'm gonna ask them to call it. Thanks very very much for that. Please stay safe Cheers. and always great chatting to you. You too. What did you, you do too. before this, Ray? Are you one of those listeners that really really fascinates me every time I talk to you? No, I I worked for Springbok Radio. I was the resident drama producer for them in the days of uh, radio dramas and serials and soaps and all that. Good old days. I I remember being with my grandmother and listening to these radio dramas. (laughs) And Ray's just part of my name. I know it's actually Andre, but there were so many friends of mine called Andre. I thought I'm just taking the RE part, Ray. Uh, You're not Ray Alexander, are you? (laughs) <laughs> now, we, have, we have we have a voice note for you, Ray. Let's take a listen to it very quickly. Thank you. Let's let's take a listen. Go for it, Joe. Hi, Gina. Uh, tell your listener to put settling salts in the pool. Leave it for a day. Uh, it'll all settle to the bottom, and then you can vacuum it up. Okay. So there you go. Settling salts. You put that, salts. Yeah, wow. you, and yeah. it goes down at the bottom, and you get the pool vacuum, and uh, Bob's your uncle. You can get it all out. Uh, thanks, thanks to this uh, listener. Thank you very much, man. And thank you, uh, Kino, for helping always, me out. Always, Ray. Right. What a voice. I like your voice. That's okay. Ray Ray in University Estate. It is 9.15. What's in your mind? Let's talk about Ob. I almost said something else. Let's talk about Ob stuff. Right? I don't even want to go into news and people's CVs and... Let's talk about the interesting stuff that you just sort of happened upon. I want to hear from you. I really want to hear from you and talk about what's happening in your world. I could talk about, you know, I mean, if you just go to any of the, the news li- newspapers online and, you know, you'll find stories that, that most other people are regurgitating, right? I mean, the EPSA chair is still making headlines at the moment. Um, does that affect you? I probably don't think so. Um, you can... Um, Go to any one of these sites, you know. Um, there's another one here talking about what it takes to remain calm in the heat of the moment. Um, uh, that's more interesting story. I've got to tell you, it's actually on IOL, um, where they talk to the female firefighters. Some some personal insight there. So maybe you're a firefighter and you'd love to call in. You can do that as well. Um, and let's go to Derek in Durbanville, Mr. DIY, Father Christmas, and all the rest of it. How are you doing, Derek? <laughs> I'm good at yourself. Always like a man. Always great. 
you yeah. know? One day when I finally right. when I finally leave, I'm thinking I'm going to become Father Christmas. You're just going to have to tell them it's a BEE Father Christmas. But anyway, talk, <laughs> talk, talk to me. Okay. Kino, it's alum powder that you use and you spread it over the pool. Then you actually just um, um, uh, activate the water. You know, sort of just put the brush in and, and, and swirl the water up. Alum powder. A double L U M. Yeah, something like, something like it. Alum powder. Yeah. You can get it from the pool shop. So yeah. you just spread it over the pool. And then, as the gentleman said, you leave it for a couple of days, but you must do it on waste. You can't put it through the pool and everything like that. So when you do a backwash, you use your you use your your wheels. You know the little wheels on the end of your 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 the um, that pole, yeah. and you put it through waste. Don't put it through the pump. Oh, it's going to mess up your pump. Will mess everything. Yeah, that makes yes. sense. That makes so sense. you just do it straight through to waste. There's something here called blue chem alum flocculent. Sounds fancy. Only fifty rand at Boulders. <laughs> that could, that could, yeah, that, and, Alan Parter, as long as it's Alan Parter, it, it is a flocculent, yeah. yes, so what you do is you just throw it over the pool, but just ask for Alan Parter from the pool shop, yeah. and then you just spread it over the, the pool, and then you just act, you just put your, 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 the brush in and just sort of move it around so okay. that it can pick up all the granules, that and then like you'll it. see that what it does, the, it, it, they, they attach, and it just, it attracts the, 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 the particles, drops to the bottom of the pool, and then you just do it on waste. Will it do the same with my Not ants? Backwash. It'll do the same with the ants as well. Yeah. I'm going to go yeah. and get alum powder today, see if it works. Okay. Yeah, it, you're it you're a legend. Well. This is yeah. an ovary. Uh, goes, I, I don't mean, goes green quite often. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Listen, I'm one of those presenters that can actually say that I have Father Christmas listening to me and calling in regularly. So it's <laughs> always an honor, Derek. You must have a have a lovely day. <laughs> I love laughing, man. Let's go to Margaret. Margaret in Sunningdale, who's building all around you? Good morning. Hi, morning, Kino. There's so much building going on. Uh, I'm sure you've noticed it yourself. Parkins, you know, one day there's a field, the next day it's, it's uh, there's lots of things. Yeah. But what worries me is, you know, our water situation. Has, has the city council thought about the water for all these new people coming in? I must, um, yeah, I must be no. careful what I say about the city council. But, um, you know, it's it's maybe a good chat to have, Walid, um, when we talk about, and especially the densification that's taking place. That whole area in mm. Parklands, it's it's near Sagewood. Um, you know, that's I mean, right. Sagewood is a lovely place, but I personally don't think I'd live there because... I'm, I, I prefer not having a lot of apartments around me, and um, I, I've got to tell you, it's a little. I'm sure I understand why they do it, but it's a bit disconcerting sometimes. Mm-hmm. But we should actually talk about whether the, our, our actual our sewage systems can actually handle the amount of pressure that we're putting on it, and maybe we get a a, a town planner and engineer to talk to us about that. You know the dams and things. You know, uh, if we have another ground zero situation we haven't had much rain this year so far um, it just worries me what how are we going to cope you know um, if the rains don't come are they building new dams what what's happening yeah i, I know we can ask them i'm not going to venture any guesses on that one margaret but i feel it with you <laughs> all right thank you <laughs> have, a, have a fabulous morning okay you too. Bye now. Bye-bye. That's Margaret out in Sunningdale, my neck of the hood. So, um, yeah, what's in your mind? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to get off your chest? Let's just talk about ARP stuff, man. Let's um, also listen to some of the voice notes that you've sent through.
Uh, Brad Joe's on the mix, as they say. You know, he's actually a DJ outside of this. Hey, you're a club DJ, Brad Joe. Do you? You go to clubs? Yeah, long time. He's been a club DJ. Saturdays goes to church on Sundays. Anyway, um, let's listen to the voice note. Hi, Kino. It's Jade in Rondebosch. I've recently um, had to help our childcare provider, our nanny, um, register her kid on the Western Cape Education Department's um, website portal for her son to go to grade 8 in um, 2022 Mm. and up until this year she didn't even know what an email was Um, and so I just really found that the system favors people who have access to Wi-Fi people who are sort of computer literate know what's going on in terms of you know uh, OTPs via email have their own email address um, and as such if nobody is helping the next person um, set up those kind of things these kids are kind of just stuck you know these kids are stuck trying to get into high school uh, next year or to any school because they have to go through a lot of schools are just not like most of the Western Cape Education Department schools are are insisting on this online application. Mm. But if you don't have access to Wi-Fi and you don't know what an email is, then it becomes incredibly difficult for you. Jade in Rondebosch. Jade, first of all, thanks for actually taking the time to share this with us. And it is, I've always said that access to Wi-Fi is a human right because some of our most basic services um, will eventually be registered via online. And you're so right about that. And the other thing is the skills gap shortage. And and I get into trouble for, for talking about this, but I'll say it. We spend so much time on this bloody maths pure. Yet our kids leave school not knowing how to start a little business, not knowing how to lay a carpet and understand what, what you know the, the type of square meterage that you need in order to do that, um, not knowing the basic things about life. And if we taught our kids correctly, they could help their parents. But the problem that you're dealing with right now, of course, is here's a mother who needs to register her child, but that mother doesn't have the skills and the knowledge. And that's a sad indictment of where we are. And we should really try and, and, and narrow that particular gap. Um, it's difficult. I mean, it's really, really difficult. I, I wouldn't even know where to start, Jet. But, um, you know, I hope the education department is listening. And hopefully people like Brona Hammond uh, and friends can come up with alternatives or find ways of educating parents about how to do this or make facilities available I don't know how you do that right, but at the end of the day, you have to try and breach that particular divide. Let's go to Aaron in Epping. Hi, Aaron. How are you doing? Hi, Kino. Morning. How are you doing? Always good, sir. Good, good, good. A little story about the telecom, not telecom, sorry, the post office. Yes. My daughter sent me a package from Germany. It's from DHL. Germany, they have a deal with the post office here that they will distribute the packages of DHL. Yeah. Quite surprising, but... It is what it is. Uh, she sent a package. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Then doesn't arrive. 
I decide to phone uh, the post office and uh, give them the, the number. And I was waiting on the line, I think, for like 15 minutes. Mm. And then a lady answered. I was surprised. She was really nice. She said, how may I help you? I'm sorry you're waiting for so long. How may I help you? And I said, I'm not so sure that I'm in the right place. I said, is that the post office? Yes, yes. How we, how we must help you? How can we make your day today? And I said, I've got a package from DHL, and it's coming to you guys. How can and She says, do you have a, a number with two digits in the front? And I said, yes, of course. I said, give it to me. And she said, yes, it's arrived to South Africa, but we're a little bit uh, under, underpowered, and we will take a little bit time, three months. Three months for a package to go through custom. No, man. Um, three, three months, she madness, told me. Madness. I said, it's impossible. She says, we are so full, we can't help it. It has to go to Cape Town, to Cape Mel, but it will take three months. Phone me again in four weeks. I said, no, man, it's not possible. But she was so nice. She reminded me a joke. If you have time, I'll tell you about it. Tell me. Between servers, shall I tell you? Yeah, go for it. A guy comes to a house of disrepute. It will be clean, I promise you. <laughs> and in the front, there is a gentleman standing over there with a nice suit, and he says, what would you like? And he says, I would like a brunette woman. And he said, no problem. Go to the end of the corridor, left door in the end, over there. So he goes, opens the door. There's another gentleman standing over there with a nice suit and says, how may I help you, sir? He says, I'm looking for a lady of the night. Brunette, he says, no problem. Go to this door in the front. So he goes and he finds himself back again in the street. So he comes around and says to the guy, what happened? He says, listen, it's a new business. We don't have ladies, but how is the service? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Aaron, thank you very much. Let's go to some of the voice notes that you've sent. Um, I think we'll go for that one, three, triple six. Joe, let's listen to that Good one. morning, Mr. Kino. Um, hope you're doing well. Um, listen, a lady just called in now with regards to um, developments coming up here in the Parklands area. Look, I am an estate manager here in the Sejud area. I'm not going to say the complex name. Um, and I also heard you say that um, you wouldn't come and live this side. But um, I'd like you to invite you. To, to the estate one day and come and have a look and see what this concept is all about and why <clears throat> everything is being built here. And, um, yeah, so please come and have a I'll look. I'll take you up on um, Before you say you wouldn't come and stay here, maybe you'll even buy one. <laughs> okay, listen, thanks for that offer. Happy to get my details from Walid. I'll come and check it out. Listen, I think Sage is beautiful. Um, and I must clarify why I won't buy there. The problem with having... Highly dense neighborhoods is the traffic getting out there. Right. It is hectic. So, um, yeah, I try. I mean, it's the reason I personally wouldn't live in the southern suburbs. The roads, a lot of the roads are very narrow. They've got lovely homes. Roads are narrow. It's got nothing to do with the the fact that I don't like the people. I love the people. Um, But the roads are just narrow and the traffic is just hectic. Now, I do live in Sunningdale and then you've got the the table view nonsense to deal with. So, yes. Um, But but fortunately, I leave at a time where it takes me 25 to 30 minutes to get to work. and, And it's a reasonably pleasurable drive most of the time. 
If I find myself a little further into a particular neighborhood and I leave slightly late, I'll be spending a lot of time in the traffic, and I hate traffic. Let's go to John. John's in Durbanville. How's it, John? Good morning to you, sir. Are you well? Uh, any better, you'll have to find the cops. Eh? Thank you for asking. <laughs> I want to bring up an issue about SASA. I'm one of the recipients, fortunately, yeah. and happily receive SASA grant once a month. And I stand in a queue to join it, and it doesn't phase me. But what phases me always... What's happened? What's happened to his line? Okay. I think what we will do is we're going to figure out what's phased him maybe after, Regan, or no, actually, let's see. We've got John back on. Uh, no, okay, let's go to a voice note. We seem to have a problem with that particular line. Voice note, and then we keep Regan Thor happy. Hi, Cape Talk. You know, I just drove past the school here in the northern suburbs in Durbanville, and the kids on the field are either practicing sport or running around, but it's not playing. And they all have masks on. You can't practice a sport with a mask on, can you? Um, personally, I don't think it's a safe thing to do um, for the kids, depending how old the kids are. Um, you know, I mean, we need to wear masks, but the WHO and I think even our government said that if you're doing heavy practice, you're not required to have a mask. But the problem then is if you're playing in close contact with other people, should you be having those sports? So I think there's a deeper question to answer here. 